sweet girls. Welcome back to the All That to Say podcast with me, your host, Elizabeth. On this podcast, we talk about the hard stuff. A, because I've been through a lot of it. B, because most of you have too. And C, because we have a loving God who wants to walk us through it. Today, I thought I would read a portion of a book that I wrote back in, I want to say 2007. It's called Rumors of You, Confessions of a Really Hard Year. And this is a book that has never been published. Um, I chose not to shop it around. I chose not to indie publish this book. It is too personal and too messy. And if you've read even one iota of what I've written, you know that that's saying something. However, I am offering it as a free PDF to anyone who would like it, um, who you can get it through my email list. And I will put a link to that in the show notes. Um, Basically, some background um, of what I can share in this public of a forum is that This book is a chronicle of a 441-day, yes, I ended up counting, difficult season of my life. Up to that point in my life, which would have been early 30s, it was the most painful thing I'd ever been through. And keep in mind, this was in the middle of me living in a difficult marriage. So this wasn't marriage-specific, but... It played out with uh, the background of a marriage that was already struggling. And it was, yeah, the most painful thing I'd ever been through. So I'm going to read you a portion. And the reason why I'm sharing this book um, basically is because I learned some things during those 441 days that I had, I, I would not have learned in any other way. And Uh, lessons that I have gone back to time and again throughout my life. I had been a believer at that point in time, probably for about 15 years, 15 plus years, 20 years. And these were new lessons for me. Um, So um, all that to say, (laughs) let me read the, um, the excerpt. And then, like I said, I'll put a link in the show notes to um, how you can get the entire book if you would like it. Many years and many wrong turns later, and I was beginning to realize that my definitions were not the same as God's. Things like rescued, carried, peace, they meant different things to him than they meant to me. From Isaiah 55, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your are. Sorry, neither are my ways your ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. I wanted to be rescued. I wanted someone to save the day. I wanted someone to show up. I wanted someone to intervene, to fight against evil and my enemies on my behalf, to alter our circumstances, to turn over some tables. I wanted someone to stop the pain. I wanted to be carried. I wanted to be given strength that superseded my norm, 
I wanted to rise above, to lean into, to glean all I could from any given situation. I wanted to feel like I could let go and things would still be okay. I wanted to feel taken care of. I wanted peace. I wanted relief from thoughts that wouldn't stop invading my mind. I wanted hope that all would be well and that it could all be well right then. I wanted to hold my head high, to move forward in confidence, to make a difference despite our current circumstances. God said he'd rescue. The timing, the means, and the scope might not be what we would want or even what we think we would do for someone if we were in God's shoes. It might be an intervention at just the right time, but it might not. It might be taking really horrible circumstances and tweaking a few things here and there that might make them slightly less horrible, yet that could have only happened at the hand of God. God said he'd carry. It might not feel like he was, but he was. His love was carrying each one of us. It was holding us up. He was not letting go, and he never, ever would. God said he'd provide peace that was unexplainable to man. And maybe I'd been getting it. It might not have been a feeling, though sometimes it just might. It might look like a day filled with tears. It might be looking back on a day thinking it was going to suck and realizing at the end that it didn't as much as I expected it would. It might look like simply having the energy to do what my life required of me when I felt like staying in bed for the day. It might just look like being able to catch a glimpse of hope, even for a moment. And not even hope for a better today or tomorrow, but a remembering that at the end of all tomorrows, this would all look like just a sliver of time, just the tiniest bit of sorrow. But here's the thing. Doesn't there always seem to be a thing? God doesn't owe us anything. He's not required to arrange a rescue, a carrying inexplicable peace. He's not obligated to fill our lives with good things, to make joy and hope and love flood our souls and our minds. These don't automatically come with the package of being human. All the good we experience, grace. All the bad things we're spared from, mercy. All the horrid we have to walk through, just a part of life. All the divine intervention we see and don't see, unfathomable mystery. We might just go through our entire lives without feeling rescued, carried, or peace-filled. That's our reality. To quote author Brennan Manning, mercifully, the certainty of our faith in the indwelling presence doesn't depend on the rise and fall of our fickle feelings, but that is completely what faith is about. Now, faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see or feel. Hebrews 11. We may not see God or feel him here, but we know, we are certain of, we are sure of this. God is rescuing. God is carrying. God is peace providing. He doesn't have to be, and it may not feel like it, but he is, and he is, and he is. So sweet girls, if you are walking through something that feels like you will not make it through, and let me tell you, this 441-day thing, I didn't think I was going to make it through. This book could be a companion. 
And so I'm offering it to you as a gift. So all that to say, you are the unconditionally beloved daughter of God, and he is delighted with you. You came into this world and you start each day completely loved with no other loves to beg for and nothing to prove to anyone. Till next time, so much love.